up this phase. Just trying to holler at y'all and see what's going on. Had a lot on my mind reminiscing, trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind. Trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room. Just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day. And thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. reportedly flagged the fingerprints of its unvaccinated teachers to the FBI. An attorney representing those educators is talking about it in federal court. Listen to this. When the, the city puts these problem codes on employees who have been terminated because of their unconstitutional policies, not only do they have this flag in their files, but their fingerprints are sent with that flag to the FBI and the New York Criminal Justice Services. So it impacts their ongoing ability to get employment at other places. Rochelle Garcia and Michael Kane, two New York City teachers who were fired over the COVID mandate and investigative reporter Betsy Combier join us now. All three of you, thank you for getting up with us this morning. But Rochelle, I want to go to you first. Um, you were fired for refusing to get the COVID shot. Um, does this mean, because in the state of New York, it's a law for anyone who deals with children, they have to get their, their fingerprints taken. Does this mean that you were being flagged to the FBI? Um, that's what it looks like. And um, for me, this is uh, both outrageous and infuriating because my first question to to the government or whatever is, is basically, what did I do? What kind of criminal activity did I participate besides denying something that I felt that was right for me? Um, religiously, mentally, I just, I didn't want anything experimental in my body. So what criminal activity does that persist I don't understand like was why am I being flagged why am I being why is my fingerprint being sent to the FBI it's absolutely insane I don't know if anyone understands it this is an urgent wake-up call for everyone in the world this does not just apply to the United States so if you live in the United States pay close attention if you live on planet Earth Pay close attention. On January 18th, 2022, the U.S. Delegate to the World Health Assembly 
proposed a number of amendments to the international health regulations. Very simply stated, these amendments hand over your country's sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Now, do not be confused because at the same time, the World Health Organization is pushing for an international pandemic treaty. The discussions of that treaty are important, but they are a distraction that has been meant to take everyone's eye off of the process by which the international health regulations can be amended at the World Health Assembly. It is vital that we oppose the potential loss of our sovereignty to an international treaty, but the amendments that have been proposed merely amend an existing treaty. Please be aware that the discussion of the pandemic treaty is designed to take your attention away from the clear and present danger to your country's sovereignty that is posed by amendments to the existing international health regulations. And there's only three words that you need to say directly to everyone in your country and around the world, and especially to your delegates to the World Health Assembly. The World Health Assembly is a meeting of delegates from 194 nations around the world that is scheduled to happen from Sunday, May 22nd to Saturday, May 28th, 2022. If you have the financial resources, make your travel plans to be in Geneva, Switzerland at the WHO headquarters which is known as the Palace of Nations. This is an urgent call for activists around the world to get to that location as soon as you can organize yourself to do so. Do not wait till the last minute. Get there now. But those are not the three words that you need to remember. I encourage everyone in the world to identify their delegation to the World Health Assembly, point out to them how these amendments would give away the sovereignty of their country and hand it over to the World Health Organization and just say these three simple words. Say them loudly, say them proudly, and say them to every treasonous member of your country's delegation to the World Health Assembly. Don't you dare. We realize that most people will not be able to travel to Geneva, Switzerland on such short notice. All we are asking you to do is to tell as many people as you possibly can to visit don'tyoudare.info and to use the hashtag don'tyoudare. If you've ever heard of the concept of six degrees of separation, then maybe you will be willing to help us make this go viral. If you tell 100 people, and they do the same, through five degrees of separation. If you help spread the word as fast as possible, everyone on the planet can become aware of this. Please help 
to spread the word and feel free to download this video. So as you see, we got another derailing. So my question to y'all is, can y'all see now that they really trying to take us out? I mean, it is like right in front of your face, man. It's them against us. The elites versus the civilians. Everybody know that this is about to turn into a civil war. If y'all don't pick up the fact that end times is definitely here and y'all need to get right with the most high, y'all need to hurry up and do what you need to do. Create a relationship with him, fast, pray. Because it's not going to be good. Acid rain and all this stuff. I've been saying this before they even started putting it out on the news. Y'all need to wake up, man. Y'all need to wake up. It's them versus us. They don't give to you know what's about us. I've never seen so much dark symbolism during the Super Bowl in my entire life. Rihanna throws on a bright red dress and just throws up the Illuminati sign in front of everyone. I mean, the platform she was on was literally shaped as a triangle as well. They all wear and do the same thing. Sam Smith in The Weeknd with some of the most satanic performances ever. Lizzo with a literal six on her head. Dodge a cat and all these other artists. Do you guys get it yet? And what the heck was this? There is absolutely no way she just sniffed her finger after this. I break down the whole thing on YouTube, but let's get into some other things that didn't sit right with me at the Super Bowl. Damar Hamlin, after the whole world prays for you, you come out with a blasphemous jacket making Jesus Christ on the cross looking like a clown or a zombie? I mean, just read what it says in the front of the jacket. I mean, even AP called it blasphemous. And he's throwing up the sixes with LeBron and he's getting new tattoos on his hand? I seen Travis Scott wearing the same thing on a chain and don't you dare call that art. Uzi at the Super Bowl doing the same thing. All of them just making fun of Jesus. Riri, you ain't off the hook either. Pulling up in an upside down cross saying control mine. And don't even get me started with the commercials. This was the worst part of it all. We now know three more chemicals that were on board the Norfolk Southern train that derailed here in East Palestine just over a week ago. And we're being told that some of those chemicals are dangerous. We basically nuked a town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency sent a letter to Norfolk Southern stating that ethylene glycol monobutyl ether, ethylexyl acrylate, and isobutylene were also in the rail cars that were derailed, breached, or on fire. Caggiano says ethylexyl acrylate is especially worrisome. He says it's a carcinogen and contact with it can cause burning and irritation in the skin and eyes. Breathing it in can irritate the nose, throat, and cause coughing and shortness of breath. Isobutylene is also known to cause dizziness and drowsiness when inhaled. I was kind of surprised that when they quickly told the people they can go back home, but then said if they feel like they want their uh, their homes tested, uh, they can have them tested. I, I would have far rather they did all the testing. Caggiano says it's possible some of these chemicals could still be present in homes and on objects until you clean them thoroughly. So there's a lot of what ifs and we're going to be looking at this thing 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line and wondering, gee, cancer clusters could pop up, you know, well water could go bad. Caggiano recommends anyone who's in the East Palestine area get a health checkup. He says get a record now of where your health stands so that moving forward you have documentation of any possibly related effects to the train derailment. In East Palestine, Jennifer Rodriguez, WKBN 27 First News. Pierre with America's Frontline Doctors bringing you today's Frontline Flash. So in France, there was an elderly, wealthy businessman 
who got out life insurance for millions of dollars. He got the COVID vaccine and he died. So the life insurance company is not paying out because they decided that the COVID vaccine is a medical experiment and death from a medical experiment is not a covered entity. Furthermore, even the judge says that the side effects from the vaccine are well known. They've been made public. There's absolutely no way that this gentleman could not have known the side effects. He willingly chose to get the vaccine and he died as a result. And because it was a choice, they're calling it a suicide. And suicides along with death from experimental drugs are not covered in life insurance. So I know what you're thinking. Oh, that happened in France. That would never happen in the US. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but the American Life Insurance Council has also said that life insurance policies may deny payment if you die from the COVID-19 vaccine because they are experimental drugs. There you go. This is something we thought might happen. We're seeing it happen. You might want to check your policy. You know, the Department of Natural Resources, are, part of our mission is to preserve and improve Ohio's biodiversity. So our concern in this case was what was happening with the aquatic wildlife. And what we have discovered through the testing and sampling that's been done is that very early on, um, you know, we, we have estimated based on our sampling and modeling about 3,500 dead fish across that space, across those streams, tributaries waterways, um, 12 different species. The good news is that none of those species are threatened or endangered, but that is still a loss of wildlife, so of concern, um, especially when we reach the Beaver Creek, this a state wild and scenic river, where we are especially protective of what we have there. So some of the species, um, creek chub, mottled sculpin, stone roller, I think we have some pictures um, somewhere of what those are, but 12 different species, um, non-threatened or endangered, but still a loss of life all the same. Um, the one species we will be looking for, we have no evidence yet that any have died, but this is really an area of focus for hellbenders, which are federal and state endangered. And so we will be doing some monitoring in the months to come to see if any of them did die in the initial um, release into the waterways. So good news, there doesn't appear to be any increase in the fish or aquatic creatures killed since the first couple days of the derailment. So wildlife officers have been there every day on the scene, working with contractors who are in the water, doing the net sampling, making the estimates, and we will continue to monitor and, and watch what's going on and eventually hold those responsible, accountable for the loss of wildlife in the area. An atheist because there is no God. Atheism assumes that you can disprove the existence of a God. But I'm an atheist. What Darwin showed in his work on evolution and natural selection is that we don't need to invoke any supernatural force or power to account for the development of life through time on Earth. The ongoing processes that, that are observable in today's work. The canine kind, the coyote, 
and the domestic dog, and there's the feline kind, which is the cats, the tiger and the kitten, and you've got humankind. So Darwin said there'd be a change of kinds over many years, so could you give me one example of observable evidence of a change of kinds? So for instance, the fossil record shows the common ancestors of all carnivores, that cats and dogs were once linked, once united by a common ancestor. How long ago? Uh, this, I believe, was like 60 million years ago. The scientific method is, must be observable and repeatable. So could you give me one piece of observable evidence for Darwinian evolution? Okay, I would point to, as one great example is, look at the genetics of the stickleback. What's that? Uh, so stickleback fish are a very interesting collection of species that were recently isolated after the end of the Ice Age. What have they become? They're, they're various species of sticklebacks. They stayed as fish? Well, of course. Human beings are still fish. Human beings are fish? Well, yes, of course they are. Could you give me an example of Darwinian evolution? Not adaptation or speciation, but a change of kinds. <laughs> These are changes of kinds. Still fish. They're distinctly different fish. We have thousands of examples. Give me, can you give me one? I can give you, I can give you thousands, just one. For instance, I would say, uh, look at Lenski's experiments of bacteria then. So what do the bacteria become? The bacteria are still bacteria, of course. That's not Darwinian evolution. That's not a change of kinds, is it? It, it is a change, it is a change in the genetic makeup of the bacteria. Which is still bacteria. So what do the bacteria become? Uh, a new kind of bacteria. It's still bacteria, there's no change of kinds. To summarize, the observable evidence that you give me for Darwinian evolution is bacteria becoming bacteria. No, it is bacteria acquiring new metabolic capabilities. You said before that there, are, there is lots of evidence for evolution. I just want one observable evidence for Darwinian evolution, not just one. But I gave you some. You don't want not some. I want one. You don't want that. I want one. Yes, I do. I'm pleading with you. People. You asked me to tell you. You asked me to tell you when I've watched one species evolve into another. Isn't that right? No, one kind into another. There's 14, there's 14 different definitions of species. So I want a change of kind. When you're talking about kinds or change in families, you're, you're actually talking about, about macroevolution. You're talking about um, uh, changes on the level uh, that separate, say, cats from dogs. Did you give me any examples of Darwinian evolution? Well, when you say examples of that, then you have to sort of look over a longer time frame. When you say change of kind, do you mean the evolution of one species from another or to another? Yes, we have that in action, actually, in the Galapagos. Could you give me one instance? Yeah. We have an example from a group of birds called Darwin's finches. What did the finches become? They become genetically new and anatomically new, recognizably different species. They're still finches? Well, of course they're still finches, yes. There's no change of, no change of kind. Darwin spoke of a change of kind. Can you think of any observable evidence for Darwinian evolution with this change of kind? Uh... I'm gonna have to think about that one a little longer. You give me anything that I can see, observe, and test, which is the scientific method for Darwinian evolution, a change of kinds. Test and observe. Could you give me observable evidence, which is the scientific method for Darwinian evolution, a change of kinds? 
I gotta think about it. <laughs> um, so you want the evidence of it? I would say... I cannot, I think. Um... Hmm... It's a hard question, I feel. So, can you repeat the question again? Would you give me any observable evidence, just one, for Darwinian evolution? Uh, let me think about that for a sec. Um, observable evidence, something where we don't have to exercise faith. Something that can be observed, like the scientific process, observable. Hmm, that's a good question. That one I'm not quite sure. So you can't think of any observable evidence for evolution? No. How do you know it's true? I'm not sure. So Darwinian evolution is not observable, it's not scientific? I guess so. So it's unscientific, you can't prove it's it. scientific, actually. You could prove it, it could be proven, just... Do it for me. Ah, that's hard, I don't got, I don't... It's just, that's just too broad of a... Of it's unobservable, that's why you need millions of years. Yes, exactly. We're well, trusting the biology majors and the biology professors know what they're talking about, yeah, and they can't even give me a, they can't even give me evidence of a change of kinds. Well, I'm, well then there isn't one. If they don't give it, then I don't, I wouldn't say there was. I just go on what I've seen and what I've learned from. What so you believe? Yeah. You know what that's called? What? Blind faith. Blind faith. <laughs> They really think that we're stupid. Well, today they must think we're really, really stupid because NATO is today even more pissed that Turkey announced it won't allow Sweden into NATO, doubled down on it this week, said it would vote against it. So what does the US and the UK, what do they do about this? They start issuing warnings to people that we hear they're gonna be terrorist attacks in Turkey very soon. So you might not wanna travel there, scaring people. So the Netherlands, the UK, Belgium, Germany, and France all closed their embassies this week as a result. Again, you can't make this stuff up. This is how these warmongers operate. Just look at the U.S. State Department's website today, which warns travelers of being near crowds in Turkey. They have a current yellow alert warning for you. Don't go there. So where would these terror attacks come from? Hmm, I wonder. Well, Turkey's not wondering. They know these false flag terror attacks would be set up by the United States and the United Kingdom, the same group who just blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. They have a partner pipeline with Russia called the Turk Stream pipeline. Think that's a target? Well, you'd be stupid not to. It's all about energy and resources and power. That's what this is all about. So hey Turkey, fall in line or the United States and the UK will help create terrorist attacks in Istanbul so we can get our way. That's when that earthquake, y'all. That's what they talking about, that earthquake that happened. February 6, 2023. 3 o'clock, 3.17 a.m. That's what they did. They probably had somewhere to start that um start that earthquake make make shake has something to 
make that happen. You know, they got all them things that they got going on, y'all. Told y'all, y'all better watch it. Them British, them British and America, they the same people, man. They ride and die together. They the same people. The people that came over here, the people that came over here in, a, in America from, and the Indians helped them out, they came straight from Britain. They the same people, man. They know they heritage. And they, they sit up here and go on many worlds, and, and this is how their tactics are. This is how they flow. And y'all seeing it for yourself, but y'all don't want to believe it. That's why America got to go down. That's why America got to go down, and because the most high don't like what's going on. America's not doing the right thing. Pushing policy. I'm telling y'all, y'all let a bunch of unhue, H-U-E people come and do all this devastation in this world. Don't have no heart, no compassion to people. All they think about is war, 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 kill, 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 war, 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 kill, 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 and everybody want to play that game. You got to have an aggressor. And you're going to have a, a non-aggressor. Because aggressive will keep on being aggressive until you stop. And then that's become war. And people getting paid off um, war. And you got people dying. Innocent people dying and livelihood all messed up over war. Because if those people that said that they're the true children of God, right... The Bible says when they when the real children of God come back in the rulership, there'll be war no more. Because those people over there in our land in Israel, they cahoot with they cahoot with Russia. I mean not Russia with um United States and Britain. And these Caucasians. All these Caucasian people making all this mess. The Bible says the wicked will be revealed. And they doing, they being, and they being like the devil. And, and, and the Bible only reason, the Bible say devil is deceiver. When the Bible speaks about devil, it says the deceiver. They old go Satan, the devil, the deceiver. So who deceiving all these people out here, man? But the Bible's fake. And the Bible's showing y'all all this stuff that's going on out here, man. People going, having all these insurance, and you got insurance, in life insurance, if you take that COVID, your insurance non-invalid. You done spent all your livelihood on insurance, and now they got these policies of COVID experiment. But if COVID, if if the insurance company said that COVID is an experiment, and if you take that COVID shot and you die with COVID, you're not gonna be, you know, you're not gonna get your money. So why are they forcing these stuff on us if they know this is an experiment and then they trying to force people into it? 
Y'all heard it from yourself. I don't understand what's going on with y'all fam. And I see a lot of, and now I see it on TV, you know, I be checking out the news and see what they talking about, all this little crap and this, this little folly. And I see a lot of, they, they supposed to be implementing another shot or something, something, and they always got black people on the news taking it. Handkerchief niggas. There's a whole bunch of handkerchief niggas and y'all got to watch out for them, man. Negroes. There's a whole bunch of handkerchief Negroes out there that y'all got to watch out for, bro. Because them handkerchief Negroes, woo, they something else. That's why, you know, the, the thing that's going on right now is going on in our, in our community, in our nation. But the most high gonna the most high gonna reveal you too, handkerchief Negroes. And then they pushing all these ideologies on you, all these narratives on you, y'all. It ain't right. And we sitting up here letting these people doing it, messing up our kids, messing up our familyhood, changing our children's mind. Miss, what, what, what? I, I, I'm wondering what, what, where is the mindset that it got this far? Y'all allow this to get this far all you Americans and these things is on the Caucasian watch y'all the Caucasian is the King Kong right now and this is on they watching how they doing all this stuff man messing up all they doing is fighting against each other and then they get other people to fight they war against each other and y'all killing each other up and they come and get the they come and get all the resources and y'all clowns over state go forward now out of state be going for the okie doke you got a dude right here that almost five or six hours away from you in one country and over here and then you gonna get mad and, and somebody gonna stir y'all up now y'all beefing back and forth and, and, and shooting and killing each other over what? aggression? Bible said wise man speaks wise man comes together and speak speak talk it out but a fool or go start a war. A fool or start killing people. A wicked man. And then these people are so wicked. You know what I'm saying? Especially the you got to watch the this ideology of how Caucasian people are pushing this narrative on 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 transgender stuff. Because why you saying why I gotta be the white people? Why I gotta because all the white people on the Caucasian people on the news, they on the airways, they on all this narratives on here. So whatever goes through the funnel, the Caucasian is is down with it. Because you don't see no black man up on the news pushing this and pushing this and pushing this and pushing this. You don't see no Indian man pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing it. You don't see no China man pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing it. You don't see no you 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 don't see no other like Russian pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. 
But you see, you see these types of American knowing that they're going down, and you know Satan gonna take a whole lot of them down, and they go for the narratives. And you, and if you listen to my podcast, the man said Hollywood ain't nothing but a show screen that's trying to get y'all to do what they what they projectory so you can mimic what they do and and when when you mimic what they do you ain't doing nothing but making a disaster for yourself now they pushing all this um homosexuality and now they um, pushing something else and i'm telling you guys all these guys out here the women that you the women that you talking to if you dating or whatever on the date scene or trying to holler whatever you better make sure it's a female, man. These transgenders playing games, man. I seen too many of these episodes on these things that the transgenders playing game. They sit up here and swear they're a woman and ain't ain't ain't, ain't nan woman in them. And then get you caught up in some mess. So be wise and be messy. See, that's why we got so much stuff on our plate. We got to deal with this stuff. We got to deal with the white man crap. Then we got to deal with the black woman crap. And then we got to deal with, and then we got to deal with these transgender handkerchief Negro crap. Too much on one man to bear. You know what I'm saying? And then they ain't doing nothing but other people projecting and they going for the okie doke, hungry fish trying to get a bait. That's all they do. And it is, but do you think a trans woman is a woman? No. Why not? Because I think that women are capable, generally speaking, of having babies and they have female genitalia and they have an XX chromosome and, and I think the biological markers are relevant. But would you use alternate pronouns if a student asked you to? I think I've made my position on that clear already. Well perhaps not to our audience at home who are just being introduced to this. Would you use alternate no. pronouns? And why not? I, because I don't believe that other people have the right to determine what language I use, especially when it's backed by punitive legislation. And when the words that are being required are the constructions, they're artificial constructions of people I regard as radical ideologues whose viewpoint I do not share. Is being sensitive to offense such a problem? Like we would have previously called that manners. It's a terrible problem. So imagine, you know, imagine you, okay, so the rule is you can't offend anyone. All right. Let's say you're speaking to one person. I can't offend you. All right, fair enough. What if I'm speaking to 10 people? Do I get to offend one in 10? How about one in 100? How about one in 1,000? You're going to come out on stage and you're going to say something important about something vital and you're not going to offend one person in 1,000? Well, you can't say anything about anything important ever without offending probably the person you're talking to. Important speech about important issues, especially contentious issues, is instantly offensive. Difference between saying that there's something you can't say and saying that there are things that you have to say. And I regard these made up pronouns, all of them, as the neologisms of radical PC authoritarians. 
Do you understand that? And I don't, I'm not a fan of that sort of person. And the reason I'm not a fan of that sort of person is because I've done my homework. I've read everything I can get my hands on in the development of authoritarian political systems. And I know the literature inside out and backwards. And I am not going to be a mouthpiece for language that I detest. And that's that. Chilling the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in to fame. He has the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes, very informative. When I'm home, chilling, I'm always tuned in for Fade. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, chilling the world, I stay tuned to the Fade podcast. It's the hottest message out there. Sometimes I dream that I'm finally free. So baby, don't play me. I ain't no toy. I'm a prisoner here, but I still make noise. And I'm a shout that I'm body with all my voice. I'm a street kid now, but one day I'll be an island boy. I'm just trying to make it. I'm an island boy. Island boy. I'm an island boy. Valentine's Day come from? Many people think that it's just one of those American holidays that we just partake in. It's just something that we as Americans do. But the celebration of Valentine's Day is not American. Others like to believe that it is a Christian holiday because it was named after a Christian saint by the Roman Catholic Church. But the truth is that Valentine's Day was made by the Roman Catholic Church to Christianize the pagan celebration of Lupercalia. Lupercalia was one of the most ancient Roman festivals, which was celebrated every year in honor of Lupercus, the god of fertility, also known as the god Faunus. This festival, which celebrated the coming of spring, included fertility rites, orgies, fornication, sex with minors, 
drunkenness, and other activities like the pairing off of women with men by lottery. Lupercalia was a fertility festival dedicated to Faunus, as well as to the founders of Rome, Romulus and Remus. During this time, the winter solstice is long gone, and the pagans are now seeing that the days are getting gradually longer. This was one of the most important fertility festivals for pagans. The festival was held on the 15th of February in the Lupercal, where Romulus and Remus were said to have been nurtured by the she-wolf. The place contained an altar and a grove sacred to the god Lupercus. In Lupercal, the Luperci, who were the priests, assembled on the day of Lupercalia and sacrificed goats and dogs. These animals were known for their strong sexual instinct, making them most appropriate sacrifices to the god of fertility. Then the Luperci cut thongs from the skins of the sacrificial animals and ran in two bands around the Palatine Hill. They would whip any women who came near them. A blow from the thong was supposed to make a woman fertile. It's said that young women would actually line up for the men to hit them. Now, if you just dig a little deeper, you can understand further what is being celebrated. Lupercalia is believed to be connected to the ancient Greek festival of Arcadian Lycaia and the worship of Pan. Lupercalia is the Roman form of worship of the Greek god Pan. Pan can be traced to the sun god Baal. He is the horned god. And we know Baal is none other than Nimrod. Nimrod was the original Lupercus. The Lupercalia, the festival of the Romans held during the time we know today as Valentine's Day, was a festival to honor Nimrod just in this Roman form. This is paganism. The resulting fire is going to release the vinyl chlorides which will burn and turn into hydrogen chloride and turn into phosgene. Phosgene is pretty dangerous. It's a CG chemical from World War One. They used to gas the soldiers with that. It's a respiratory, uh, you know, acidic type thing that'll cause mucosal membranes inside your lungs to fill. You know, it'll be like pneumonia. Your lungs will start filling up. Uh, it has a immediately dangerous to life and health rating of three parts per million. To put that in, in perspective, if this room was surrounded by a million balls, if only three of them got in, it would be deadly. So these are very deadly chemicals that they're playing with. Holy crap. Let me summarize all the stories that are coming out right before this UFO conveniently got everybody's attention off of them. It's starting to look likely that Joe Biden was responsible for the Nord Stream pipeline blowing up, dude. That's an act of war and he lied about it and it's a climate catastrophe and nobody's talking about it. Hunter Biden is going after people for sharing personal information from guess what? The laptop, which means it was his, which means Joe Biden lied about everything. The emails in that laptop prove that Joe Biden was making money on Chinese and Ukraine business deals with his son. There's Twitter hearings going on right now, and the former Twitter executives are saying that they cooperated with the FBI to censor that Hunter Biden laptop story from you, the public, right before an election, which is more election meddling than any other bad country could hope for. The other thing the public's being made aware of is all of the side effects that are coming from the vaccines because the government employees are telling the Twitter executives, I've got side effects that I can't get rid of, and you censored the information which would have helped me make a better decision from Harvard and Stanford medical experts. There's also massive excess deaths that are happening in almost every country right now, and nobody can figure out why. And now they've added that COVID-19 vaccine to the routine schedule for children. Some won't be able to even go to school unless they get this shit, dude. 
but your friend the media is telling you about the UFO. Well, this can't be true. It's like some sort of prehistoric disaster movie. But it's real, all right. A gigantic volcano of steaming hot mud as far as the eye can see. It's already swamped a dozen villages on the Indonesian island of Java. And I mean swamped. Houses, factories, mosques, everything just swallowed up by this relentless tide. 40,000 people have been left homeless, without jobs, without hope. And the really infuriating thing is, geologists are convinced it's not a natural disaster. It's man-made. And the prime suspect is a big mining company with strong Australian connections. The world has never seen anything like this. A gargantuan fountain of mud gushing from the bowels of the earth. Some days the crater surges wildly, on other days it quietens down, but it never stops. Too thick to drain away, it's burying everything in its path. This is a tragedy of errors backed by Australian money. A story of cover-up and suffering that goes all the way to Indonesia's presidential palace. Look, our, our first glimpse, there it is. The... Yeah, it's a huge, huge eruption. Those houses will just be... They are gone inside. inside. I mean, they are just full of oh, mud. 360 degrees all around you for kilometres is mud. Even for a top geologist, this site defies belief. Dr Mark Tingay from Adelaide University couldn't wait to see the granddaddy of all mud flows on Indonesia's main island of Java, just west of Bali. It's so unpredictable, we're allowed just a few minutes at the crater. Just incredible the amount of mud and stuff that's coming out of here, all this fluid. Boiling, bubbling cauldron about a hundred metres across. This is extraordinary. This is amazing. This is certainly the biggest uh, mud volcano crater I've ever seen, and I've seen some of the biggest natural ones in the world. How hot is it, Mark? This would be, say, the temperature range is about 70 to 100 degrees Celsius, so it's very, very hot. You wouldn't. Yo. You heard what they say, right? Australia that set off a volcano and destroyed all those people's land. And you got to, you already know these scientists and these Caucasian men go up into a volcano and trying to see if this volcano erupt, how much damage it would do and how far it go. And then after all the, the, the episode come, Caucasian men come over there and, and look at the damages that went done. Why is a man of none hue is, is experimenting and doing different things on people who got hue? I don't understand that, y'all. And everybody up here on this laddie daddy and all this 
all this old crazy crap. And then you hear about what my man said about Valentine's. Oh, it, it's the meat, but it's still the same thing. The most I say, leave it alone. Stop doing it. But we we go on here and want to be, you know, we want we want to be, you know, be into colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK. And this is how they work, man. This is how they work this. We wanted to be a part of this. This is what Martin Luther King and everything wanted to be a part of this. Because, you know, they always talking about um, um, freedom, 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 freedom. What happened? Why? What was the step of the, when, when Martin Luther King and they got out of slavery? Why was it so hard for them men? to build an army or something like that because the whole mojo the whole game was trying to be a part of what they got so they built everything that they got and made these laws and everything and then welcome you into it and then you follow through the program through generation and generation valentine's mean love I'm going to get my babies and, and they making money and prophesize you and then you worshiping and paying, paying God. So you don't even really know that. You're supposed to express your love with your woman every day, every day, even though she get on your nerves every day if you got the good one. You know, we got to realize this, man. And there's a whole lot of things going on and we got to get our mindset on it. We got to get out of that that cartoon mindset, y'all. Because when stuff start hitting the fan, I don't want y'all to be shocked. I don't want y'all to be overwhelmed. I don't want I want y'all to know, "Oh, okay. I'm ready." You know what I'm saying? And people going to be numb to a lot of stuff that's going to be happening right now. And they don't know how to react. They don't know what to do. Don't be one of them. This, this child sex trafficking issue is something that we're going to learn many, many things about over the next several months into years from now. And it's going to horrify a lot of people. It's going to traumatize a lot of people because there's unconscious traumas that are going on inside of each and every one of us. Every single time there is a disclosure in Hollywood, all of these kids, I worked there for 20 years. I saw shit that nobody should see. I didn't partake in things. It was just right in front of me, out in the open. These kids, when you see Britney Spears, when you see Amanda Bynes, when you see any of these young pop stars have meltdowns, that's not because they're famous. That's not because of the pressures of stardom and the money getting to them. It's because they're sexually abused and handed around like candy. This issue of human trafficking, which many people are waking up to today, for a variety of reasons, is the issue that defines all of us in our time. The media corporations, the most powerful six corporations in the land, in the world for that matter, are all implicated in human trafficking of kids. These people don't give a shit about anybody and they get up there and they smile in front of you and they are in infiltrated throughout all of our institutions, including government, they own the politicians. Most people know in that world, in the world that I come from in Hollywood, that it is a hidden layer that everybody knows is there. 
When the Me Too movement started in 2017, I reached out to several of my female actress friends who were prominent in LA. You would know them by name. Many of them you would know by just their look because you go, oh, that was her in that movie or that movie. And I said, well, what about the children? What about the children? And they, and the response was, we know, we know. But they were silent on it. And there's another layer to it, but it's too unbelievable to believe that they would also sacrifice kids. Go on YouTube and find Anake Lucas, who is a child sex slave at six years old for the elite. And she will describe to you, she also gave a TED talk on this, but this was in 2016. She talked about the block of wood that she saw with the stains of blood of children on it. The predators are not just raping and having sex and torturing and beating these kids. They're murdering them for pleasure. This is not a pedophile. These are psychopaths and they have no remorse whatsoever in what they're doing. What we need to do in this world is unify together to protect all life on this planet and the sacredness of children. Because if we are going to make it through this time with all the upheavals that are going to come, socioeconomic, racial, however you want to measure it, this is the unifying issue that the establishment will not give you a movement for. You're going to have to do it on your own. Look at Pedogate 2020. Watch Out of Shadows to get an idea of how disgusting these people are. And they have the gall to call you a right winger or a conspiracy theorist or a white supremacist or a neo-Nazi. They'll do it to everybody. Doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican, they'll do it to everybody. I've been called every name in the book and I'm telling you this, I woke up because I listened to what other people were saying and I waited and I sought out the truth for myself. I didn't wait for the mainstream media to tell me. And Hollywood, I will tell you this, if you look back why there's reboots, remakes, prequels, and sequels, I've discussed this with many of my writer friends in Hollywood who were deeply embedded trying to help get the truth out through the disclosure in their movies. But the gatekeepers at the very top are managers to make sure that we don't wake up. They control everything that we see, and it is very important for them to do that because they don't need you and I starting to have new ideas about things that go outside of the orthodoxy of what they want us to know. So the reboots, remakes, prequels, and sequels is like a holding pattern so that we keep retreading through the same ideas, even though as humans, our minds are to expand, to grow, to stretch, to reach out. And we're in a time where we're trapped between everything that we're supposed to do. There's so much cognitive dissonance. It's a reflection of this whole system, which preys on children. That is the number one Achilles heel of this entire time. These people don't want you to know that. They want you to think that we're the problem instead of the one-tenth of one percent who control everything and have the gall to turn around and message to all of us and tell us that we're the problem or white people are the problem or black people are the problem or brown people are the problem. And ultimately what we need to do is go within. Because this, I said earlier, is not a political issue and it's not a corporate issue. It's a human issue. It's a heart-led movement of love. That's what gives us courage to stand up in the face of such horrors.
I know that from my own experience because I went through my own discovery of my abuse and had to come to terms with it. But more importantly, to heal from it was the healing within that gave me the power and the strength to forgive my father and mother, not falsely and move on from it, but love them. Because I saw that my suffering was their suffering and their suffering was my suffering. And I could care for them unconditionally in spite of all that I had endured because I realized that what comes about evil in the world is through darkness, which is unconsciousness, unaware of what they were doing with their best intention. So I want y'all to think about that, y'all. We all are not using the capability of our mindset because our mindset is on foolishness. And these people got us locked down in one way from generation to generation to generation this way, this way, and this way, and this way. Told you that TV is trying to mold you into the people they want you to be. And you are. Everything the TV put out, there's somebody out there like that. A, a group of people out there like that. Drug dealers. So they put it out there in the movies. All they said, all you see is on movies, black movies, they all got to be something about dope, drug dealing, and killing. And then we go out here in this world, drug dealing and killing. Whatever they project, man. So we got to open up our minds, brother. We got to open up our minds and, and be be on that. Be on that. On that on that thing. We got to be mindful of it. Because we we don't get it right. They going to get it right. And he said, Dad, guess which is it? Is it NBA or NFL? 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. 19 have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits, and 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL? Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress.
And what does the anger of God look like in the real world? Listen, church, those that hate you will rule over you. In other words, we will be turned over to weak, inept, wicked rulers. Look at Washington, D.C. Look at it! And you will be subject to oppressive laws by which you cannot abide. Welcome to the wonderful world of blood donation. Around the world, giving blood is seen as a symbol of generosity, one of the noblest acts in modern society. But the reality is different altogether. Healthcare is the perfect money-making industry. Our willingness to pay for available therapies, basically, especially for our loved ones, knows no bounds. At the heart of this business, plasma, a yellow liquid rich in proteins. It's the main component of blood. It's more expensive than oil. C'est l'exploitation d'hommes par l'homme. Le terme qui est utilisé par certains, c'est le nouveau cannibalisme. Est-ce qu'on accepte au prix d'un marchandage ce système qui permet à un individu riche de profiter du pauvre? We decided to explore a little-known area within the health industry the blood trade. Our investigation took us to France, Germany, and the U.S. They don't like us to interview their donors. Yeah, man, you know why? They doing something they ain't doing right. They need to stop. Public want to know. Today, Carlos is donating blood. Despite his busy job, he's a regular blood donor at the Red Cross Center in Lausanne. Carlos sees his act as a sign of commitment to the community. More than 100 million donations are collected each year worldwide. In 2015, the Swiss Red Cross registered 311,000 donations. The figure diminishes each year and they're constantly seeking new donors. Their message is clear. Giving blood saves lives. It's important for me to come Blood is a quite peculiar juice, said Faust's devil with glee, but he's not the only one to be interested. Health is also an industry, and blood donations are subject to the laws of the market. Well, that's so cool, before giving blood, these Swiss donors must complete a medical questionnaire and give their informed consent. In particular, there is one line at the end of the form, a sentence in small letters. I am aware that some components of my donation may be used for the production of drugs. Only a few donors read this line, though it's crucial. In reality, most of the donated blood is sold to private companies, something the Red Cross doesn't advertise. We erhalten etwa 320.000 Blutspenden pro Jahr. Das sind Vollblutspenden, das heißt in diesen Blutspenden sind natürlich alle Bestandteile drin, auch das Plasma. Okay, und was machen Sie mit Blutplasma? 
Im Gegensatz zu den anderen Blutbestandteilen ist es beim Plasma so, dass nur etwa 20% dieser Menge direkt in den Spitälern gebraucht werden. In den Spitälern gebraucht heißt für Patienten, die einen großen Blutverlust haben und diesen, äh, dieses Volumen ersetzt halten müssen. Der restliche Anteil, das sind fast 80 Prozent, geht in die sogenannte Fraktionierindustrie. Das sind Firmen, die daraus stabile Blutprodukte und Medikamente herstellen. The Plasma Fractionation Industry. These are the pharmaceutical companies that buy 80.000 liters of plasma from the Red Cross each year. The humanitarian institution makes nearly 10 million Swiss francs from this sale. Are the donors aware of it? Qu'est-ce que vous savez sur ce que va devenir le sang que vous venez de donner Bien, je dois dire que je suis plutôt innocent par rapport à ça. Euh, je me renseigne pas énormément par rapport à ce genre de, de choses. Euh, quand j'entends je, le mot don du sang, eh bien, c'est le fait que je vais donner de mon sang. Et puis après, ce que ce sang va devenir, eh bien, j'ose espérer qu'il soit utilisé dans les hôpitaux qui sont pas très loin de chez nous. First discovery, the majority of the donor's blood is sold to pharmaceutical industries. The industry is so interested in Carlos's blood for a specific reason. Its liquid part, called plasma, contains sought-after proteins. They are used to make very expensive and profitable drugs. Who are the players behind this industry? We decided to track the plasma trade. Welcome to CSL Plasma. Typically, 57% of our blood volume is made up of plasma. Plasma is a strong colored liquid portion of the whole blood that transports water and nutrients to all cells in the body. It is composed of approximately 90% water and 10% protein. The plasma industry is huge, and a handful of companies share the world market. Baxter in the USA, CSL Bearing in Australia, Gerfels in Spain, and the company Octopharma in Switzerland, which we discover through these promotional films. Octopharma's raw material is produced by the perfect bioreactor, developed over millions of years of evolution, the human body. For these companies, plasma is nothing but a raw material and very lucrative too. The professional term is fractionation, the name of the procedure that transforms donors' plasma into drugs. To do this, they collect, freeze and mix thousands of liters of human plasma. These companies control a market which is worth 17 billion dollars and growing steadily. Sir, Mr. Tenney is not a scientist. I am. He's the CEO of the Weather Channel now. I was the founder of the Weather Channel, not the co-founder. And I'm glad you did, because I am addicted to the Weather Channel. I watch a lot of cable news. Now. Hold on just a minute, I'm not done. And CNN has taken a very strong position on global warming that is that it is a consensus. Well, there is no consensus in science. Science isn't a vote. Science is about facts. And if you get down to the hard, cold facts, uh, there's no question about it. Climate change is not happening. There is no significant man-made global warming now. There hasn't been any in the past, and there's no reason to expect any in the future. There's a whole lot of baloney, and yes, it is. it has become 
a big political point of the Democratic Party and part of their platform, and I regret it's become political instead of scientific, but the science is on my side. I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion about the topic right here. What I do wonder well, I know we're not, you because you wouldn't the... allow it to happen on CNN. But I'm happy well, that we, I got on the air and got a chance to talk to your, uh, to your viewers. Hello, everybody. What there I is do, no global warming. What I do wonder is when you see the government, when you see NASA, when you see other institutions say that 97% of climate scientists agree, do you think they're making it up? I, I, what I don't understand is how you well, square that. Well, that's a manipulated figure, and let me explain it to you. Uh, the the uh, government puts out about $2.5 billion directly for climate research every year. It only gives that money to scientists who will produce scientific results that support the global warming hypothesis of the Democrat Party of position. So they don't have any choice. If you're going to get the money, you've got to support their position. Therefore, 97% of the scientific reports published support global warming. Why? Because those are the ones the government pays for, and that's where the money is. It's real simple, but that doesn't mean it's right. That doesn't make it true. That only makes it bought and paid for. The money goes in circles. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to try to refute you Boy, that's the truth. So I'll simply so say that the Please stand back from this, from this issue and let the two sides be on the air. Seats. 
Homicide, let my God and the Prince of Peace. We a nation comprised of kings and priests. We're keeping up a sock and feast and weeks. Ever since the sense of Adam, we've been falling. Views getting that dirty, but it's not all clean. Better answer the phone when it's calling. Spiritual treasure falling like it's falling. Yeah, yeah.